Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. So I have never celebrated Diwali in my life, and yet when I think of it, I smile. Why? Because for years now, I have seen my friends in the food world celebrate Diwali, and their celebrations just exude so much excitement and joy and color. So when I planned out episodes way back in the beginning of 2022, I was adamant with myself that in October, I would finally learn more about the origins and traditions of Diwali. And today, thanks to Lopa, I finally get to learn so much more about Diwali, beginning with the fact that Diwali is not one holiday or one day, it's actually a five-day festival. And each of the five days has different meanings from each other. They have different ways of being celebrated. And the significance of each day also varies very widely across the 28 states and the 1.6 billion people in India. Now, speaking of variety, you can imagine that a country with so many geographic zones, agricultural zones, seasons, and interpretations of Diwali have countless literally countless (laughs) traditional foods to enjoy with their own personal celebrations. So what's really fitting is that Lopa chose a savory snack food with endless variations on how to make it. The dish is called churda, and its main ingredient is also new to me. It's a flattened rice flake called poha. This is a really fun and easy dish to make. You can't mess it up. You can make it in any way that you want. So I definitely encourage you to go to the show notes, get the recipe and try it. Back to today's episode, Lopa's joy and enthusiasm for Diwali radiates through this entire interview, and it's just a fun, fun listen. Whether you have your own precious memories of Diwali that you'll be comparing to Lopa's, or if, like me, your previous understanding was very superficial and limited. So welcome, Lopa, and welcome you if you're here to listen. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Lopa, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for going out of your way to do this. So last minute. No, no, it's it's completely my pleasure and my honor to be on the Story Recipes podcast. I, I cannot <laughs> tell you, I actually kind of have been telling my husband thrice. It's true, right? Becky actually asked, like, I'm going on Becky's show. <laughs> I am just so, I just don't even know what to say to that. I'm so flattered to hear you say it. And I have to be honest, Lopa, I hope that I can have you on again. And I really mean that because today we really want to focus on Diwali. Um, I think here in the US, we have such a superficial understanding of it. It's very limited. So we're going to focus on that today. But in the meantime, I do want to really commend people to your blog. Um, It's called Away in the Kitchen, right? Yes, yes, it's Um, great. Yes, I I need to tell you that I, (laughs) when I thought that you were coming on for a different reason before we kind of had this little mini Diwali emergency and um, our our thoughts and prayers do go to Nandini who um, had had an emergency and had to Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You told me about it. Yeah. 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 I'm really, um, you know, concerned for her, Um, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to have you on to do a full episode because when Mm -hmm. I went to your blog, Mm -hmm. um, I just kept reading and reading and reading. Um, Every post that you have is incredibly informative. First of all, the way you write about your memories are beautiful. 
And then the information and the history um, that you share is, it's almost like intoxicating to learn so much. (laughs) It's a huge compliment, huge one. And I'm really thankful that you took the time to read it. And um, it's, I think it's just my passion to uh, do what I'm doing there on the blog. And honestly, I just feel great that, uh, you know, it's useful. (laughs) Uh, So thank you. Thank you so much. It really is. I got lost in it. And like I said, I'm hoping Uh um, that sometime maybe mid or late next year, you can come back on and talk more about your your broader story and how in the world you got to be so knowledgeable about food (laughs) and cooking in general. (laughs) I, I don't consider myself knowledgeable, actually. I think I'm still still learning, learning every day. And as you see, the, the topic of food itself, like food itself is so, so diverse, so vast, so complicated. I think it'll, even a whole lifetime is not enough. Mm. And even when I look at my own culture, like I, I, every time I know something, I really feel that I've just touched the tip of the iceberg because mm. <laughs> you know mm. how, how big India is as a country, like we have so much happening, yeah. it's so chaotic. And I think that's the chaos is what keeps has kept us together <laughs> over these years. <laughs> yeah. United we stand, right? <laughs> it's the only way to face it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, like you said, so I was actually looking, um, I don't remember why it popped up in my uh, maybe it was on the Wall Street Journal, and I—I mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but I was um, a really interesting map. Um, it was an infographic. It was just a map about you know the mm. populations of the countries in the world, and mm. India, of course, has the largest. Of course, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> by by quite a bit, actually. They oh yeah, totally India. yeah. Like, yes, I think China. We we like um, we're, we're big on population. Like when you when you go to India, have you been there ever to nope. India? Never. Okay, so if you if you ever go there, like the first thing that you like when you land on the at the airport and you come out, mm. there's so many people on the road, mm. <laughs> like so many cars, so many vehicles, so many people. And if you go to like uh, some place uh, like a market or like a typical market, which is not like a mall or something, mm. people, so many people. Then you go to a village, people, like lots of people, like in the you will actually be able to um, literally see in front of your eyes heads. <laughs> mm. so, and sometimes when there's a festival or there's a fair going on, there are so many people, like the crowd is big. And that's why when something like a pandemic like COVID happens, it mm. kind of gets out of hand so fast. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, can you, yeah. do you ever feel um, do you, like, <laughs> Are there any introverts in India? <laughs> Can you ever relax? <laughs> oh yeah, there are tons. <laughs> like, you know, you, you do you you do what you want to do. Like you can always mm. be your own person. Like I have always lived in um, like I come from a small town, but I have mm. always lived in uh, big cities later the later half of my life. Mm. And um, like I used to live in Mumbai, and a lot of people that like after like I'm from uh, a smaller part of a smaller state, which is Odisha. Mm. Do you know about West Bengal, Calcutta? So there is a state which is just uh, down south to West Bengal, which is called Odisha. Mm. And I my family belongs to uh, that state, and. I, I grew up, I was born there, I was brought up there. Of course, my father was in a job which always kept us moving. So we lived mm. 
in different places in India. So I'm, I cannot say that I only grew up there, but yeah, mm-hmm. a major part of my life I spent there. But then I moved when I've been caught, uh, like after my high school, I moved out of uh, Bhubaneswar and I went to Mumbai, which is which is a mm. huge ship. Like yes. you come from a small town. It's like going, I don't know, from a very small place in US, mm-hmm. say you go to New York, it's something like that. So, right, so right. Me, right. Like, a small just, town in Idaho to oh, New York City. Oh, to, yes, that, that's, that's the example I'll give. And it was like a total cultural sh- shock <laughs> for mm-hmm. me. But then I, uh, I liked it. Like I know it, it, Mumbai can be very crowded. It's very busy. It, mm-hmm. it really, it really can test your patience. And, mm-hmm. but then you can always find your own niche. Like you can always do what you want to do, be the person you want to be. So I would say the same thing about India in general, because uh, yes, on the surface, it all looks like that, but mm-hmm. people do whatever they want to do and be whoever yes. they want to be. Well, and I think it's just as we start to talk about Dwelly, I think it is a good reminder that we're yeah. <laughs> we're speaking for 1.6 billion people here. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, in yeah. a way, as much as we're going to talk about, you know, history and traditions and stuff like that, <laughs> really what yeah. we're talking about is what you do, what your family did, because yeah. um, you, know, you couldn't <laughs> yes. you couldn't possibly speak for oh, all no. of those people. People, you know, and but that would be unfair. Yeah, that that mm. it's. I think it's never possible for anyone to even if mm. when we say that someone is representing the country at some level, they actually can't. <laughs> it's no. impossible. But we try as much as we can. Like you know that that's that's the uh, that's what art is about or culture is about. That right. You represent as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. well, that is one of my very first questions. Is mm-hmm. it? And I think you can particularly speak to this because you're married to a North. Indian, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So is it is it true? Well, I guess my first question is, where is Diwali celebrated? Because what I've heard, what I've read is that it's celebrated in southern Indian states, but not North Indian, but also in a lot of non Indian states. So who who even celebrates Diwali? <laughs> okay, whoever told you that it's not celebrated in North India, they don't know anything about Diwali. <laughs> so don't listen to them. <laughs> Just <kidding>. Okay, <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's uh, of course it's uh, it's a. I would say if I have to say it in a generic way, then mm. I have to say that it is celebrated in almost. Um, most parts of India, like most, mm. most, most. Okay. Okay. There are very few parts where it is not celebrated, mm-hmm. and I'll also tell you why. Um, because um, Diwali is, um, and then when people say it's not celebrated, it could be from a religion or a community point of view. Like, mm. uh, it's a big Hindu festival, mm. so Hindus definitely celebrate it. Uh, many Jains also celebrate, and there are certain like. Sikh community also celebrates it to some mm. extent. And uh, so there are some religious communities who inherently may not have the Bali in their, you know, uh, calendar. Like, mm. course, I would understand if uh, uh, someone who is a Muslim doesn't have uh, right. Diwali growing up, you know, but it's okay. It's maybe they adopted it later and they started celebrating. Mm. That's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. But um Diwali is a festival. It's, it's a five-day festival, actually, to be honest. Oh, wow. So you have to have uh, endurance to celebrate a five day festival. <laughs> oh, we have a 10 day festival as well. And today's the 10th day of that festival. It's called Navratri, like nine nights uh, in the north. We call it as Navratri in the oh. west. Also, we call it as Navratri, but in east. 
um we call it as durga puja um wow. it's huge so and how much can i ask you how like yeah. i i really i mean indians they like to celebrate how oh, totally. many yeah, all the calendar time. days of the year are festivals like what oh. percentage of the calendar is festivals or celebrations oh i'll tell you like there is a kind of idiom like a joke kind of idiom uh-huh. that's there that if there are like 12 uh months in a calendar then uh-huh. we have about 13 festivals <laughs> 24 festivals if there are 365 days in a year we have 366 festivals <laughs> so so it's 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 huge but then um everybody doesn't do everything right so right. a lot of festivals are about the communities there a lot of festivals are about the harvests and mm. because india is such a big country mm. uh and there are two seasons of growing crops like we have the kharif season which is the autumn harvest and we have the rabi season which is the spring harvest mm. so a lot of festivals are also you know imbibed along the harvest time mm. sowing of crop and reaping of crops so uh, ah. because uh, and that's how you will find a lot of festivals aligned with that and we also have to understand that uh, the hindu calendar which we use for celebrating these festivals mm. uh, it's based on lunar positions the positions right. of the moon yes. so the dates will always not be same like we always have christmas on 25th december but mm. diwali will always not be on 24th october as right. it is this year right. so uh, because we follow that and we also f- uh, follow some of the you know uh, uh, solar movements like when the sun moves from one zodiac position to another so okay. that's also a major transition so because with the movement of the sun um your season is changing so mm. your uh, crops will change the way you mm. irrigate will change everything in your environment is changing so festivals mm. are also around that so i would say like um, like traditionally or our ancestors they basically came up with these uh, festivals to commemorate those events those mm-hmm. change in seasons cycles uh, produce uh, weather conditions and then food also changes accordingly mm-hmm. you know like you start eating uh, heavier foods fried foods during the colder months of the year mm-hmm. move to lighter foods during summer and so accordingly the food of the festival will also change mm-hmm. um, so that that's very important to remember when you think of festivals in india and that's why we have so many festivals but again mm. everybody does not do everything right so coming back to diwali it's it's um it's a five day festival mm. and it usually falls uh during october or mid of november sometime mm. in, in according to the english calendar it will fall in that duration mm-hmm. mm-hmm. basically in autumn so uh, in the five day festival is so big that everybody does not celebrate all the five days mm. so in the north like the first day of diwali is called as dhanteras the second day is called uh, narakachaturdashi the third day is actually diwali diwali mm. the fourth day is govardhan puja and the fifth day is bhai dooj mm. so different parts of india may be celebrating different day as the main event you know mm. like if you go to north india when i say north i don't want to generalize i'll have to say like particularly the states of up and um, there is a place called brindavan braj so they usually do the last day the govardhan uh, the day before the last day the govardhan mm-hmm. puja is the main day of diwali mm-hmm. uh, if you go to south then the second day of diwali the naraka chaturdashi is big over there 
then if you go to west or you go to east then we usually do the third day of the diwali as the main day like it's the main event for us right but usually everyone um does something or the other on the first day of diwali that is dhanteras so it's actually like a festival which which has a lot of leading up to season mm. <laughs> so a lot of things happen before the actual day you know mm. like the actual event of diwali generally dhanteras is associated with you know cleaning and washing mm-hmm. and tidying up and then bringing out all your brass lamps your old stuff uh, mm-hmm. making things ready okay and mm-hmm. if you have to buy any new new things like gold or mm-hmm. you're buying equipment or jewelry yeah, yeah. this is like yeah. very much like the um celebrations leading up to either um like the lunar new year or to mm-hmm. um what's it called in persian culture it's noruz yeah. noruz i think in persian noruz, culture yes pretty much like that pretty much okay, like so, that okay so but tell is you why. it oh yeah uh, tell me why <laughs> <laughs> because um the day after diwali okay mm. the day diwali so i told you it's a five day thing right so mm-hmm. thursday is diwali so fourth day uh that that is the day after diwali which is usually the govardhan puja day mm. in some of communities they consider it as the new year Oh For really? Them, it is, yes. It is the new year. Like our new year is very different from January 1st. <laughs> But it's also different than the lunar new year because oh, yes. the lunar new year, yeah, so who's who's based on So <laughs> generally the- Gujaratis if you go to Gujarat, uh, Gujaratis mm. celebrate it as uh, their new year. So the day after Diwali is Yeah, what I calendar system is that based on? So since I am not a Gujarati, so I cannot speak for them. Mm. But for uh, like for the Gujarati community, I think they are traditionally not an agrarian community. They are mm. business oriented people. Like they have um, mills and industries, and they work with numbers and you know, you know mm. that kind of stuff. For Diwali is very important for them because it is uh, about Lakshmi Puja. So Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth. money finance economy so uh, once that is finished symbolically uh, is um, is is like opening new books because you're closing mm-hmm. your accounts on diwali and you're opening mm-hmm. a new account book after diwali mm-hmm. so that's like a new year it's so like a fiscal it, year <laughs> yes it's like a fiscal year you got it right i is, see uh, mm-hmm. i cannot mm-hmm. say what exactly the calendar they follow um, but yeah right. that's something which which can easily be looked up and pretty sure yeah yeah i'm 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 reading a little now yes but yeah. that's not how you celebrated it you no. didn't deserve it as the new year you started on no. the second day and what is the second day represent so second day represents the um i would say that we do start on the first mm. day oh. itself mm-hmm. on dhanteras but we it's not a grand celebration so mm-hmm. on dhanteras what will happen is we'll start cleaning and washing mm-hmm. and uh, you know tidying up the house if there is anything new that has to be bought especially my mom will buy new jewelry on that mm-hmm. day. it's considered oh. very auspicious mm-hmm. and so it's it's like an annual renewal you know mm-hmm. like so it's it's like auspicious beginning so mm-hmm. that's how it's done on dhanteras and then um, we also light a small one single diya one mm-hmm. diya um like one lamp in the you know like it it faces the south uh, 
south direction in the mm-hmm. back of the home. Like I don't do it now, but my mother still does it. So it's it's basically mm-hmm. to ward off any untimely deaths in the family. So mm-hmm. um, uh, so the, that's how that's what it signifies, and mm-hmm. that single dia signifies that it's like the guardian of the house. Mm-hmm. And then on the second day, that's so you have to. So second day is basically the fourteenth day of the month. Okay, mm-hmm. so thirteenth day of the month was Dhanteras, which is the first day of Diwali, mm-hmm. and then four. 14th day is naraka chaturdashi so chatur basically chaturdashi means 14th so mm. and nar- naraka means hell mm. <laughs> so day 2 is that so the mythology behind it is that uh, lord krishna basically he he had killed a demon called narakasura on that day so mm. it's it's it signifies you know it symbolizes the uh, victory of good mm. over evil and mm. um, or winning how how good things always come forward like mm. and in the end there is always light that's what it sig- sig- mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, okay. signifies and um, we we do uh, it's also very big in south that day mm-hmm. is actually celebrated as diwali in, su- in southern india especially in tamil nadu goa and karnataka the second day is counted as- Yes. Okay. Yes. And so that's Narada. the day that's celebrating that Lord Krishna defeated a demon and you Kala. light. Yes. yes. Okay. And, and light. you light one candle to uh, kind no. of rep. Oh, that day we light 14 candles. <laughs> oh, on the second day you light 14. Yes. On oh, the first wow. day we light only one candle. On the second oh. day we light um, 14 years. Oh, okay. And uh, because this is Chaturdashi, so 14. Because it's so, the 14th day of the month. Yes, I yes. get it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and then it's also, you know, like, um, so what happens, we also consider... Uh, this day as you know like we are also playing praying for liberating uh, any departed souls mm. you know from any suffering and we pray for their peace mm. so, so that uh, in the cyclical afterlife you know mm. so they, they pass on safely uh, so that is also an aspect in many communities like especially in my family we do it like we pray for our ancestors mm. so Diwali is also a time for that I remembering see. your ancestors and praying for mm, them mm. um and showing them light why mm. because diwali falls on the darkest day of the month it is falling on a new moon day always oh, always it falls on a, a new, new moon, moon. it's, I it's see. completely dark so the waning moon is completely gone and mm. that's why it is called amavasya so you cannot see anything and so you can imagine it's a dark sky mm. and that's when we light up so many diyas and everything shines through. So that is also mm. symbolical, like, you know, light always defeats darkness. Even if mm. there is a single lamp, it will always defeat the darkness. So that mm. is also the symbolical meaning of Diwali. Mm. And um, and on that day, on the, uh, so that's the second day. And on the third mm. day is actually the Diwali Diwali, mm-hmm. which usually most people uh, worship goddess Lakshmi on that day Mm. or uh, because she's the goddess of wealth and she is the goddess of uh, prosperity, fertility, Mm. abundance, good fortune. So it's also believed that she emerged from the sea on this day. It's like her birthday. In some communities, they believe that. Uh, So basically, we worship her because we want to be blessed 
with mm. all the abundance and prosperity in our life. Mm. And we light uh, 21 diyas on that day. You wow. can, of course, go beyond that. <laughs> But wow. 21 is like, my mom will not, not go down below 21. <laughs> 21 is the minimum. It's like yes, that uh, office space. You need to have oh, a yeah. it's, 15 it's pieces like, of flair. <laughs> oh, totally. It's like the auspicious number. Anything below 21 mm. is like, oh, oh, everything went wrong. Mm. So you have to scrap it all and do it again. <laughs> and oh, my word. Yeah. And then do the light. Lights represent, they still represent the same thing. Yes. It's just you're kind of building as you go. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so it's, it light represents the good over evil, right. light over right. darkness and knowledge over okay. ignorance. And then mm. there is another aspect too, like um, many, many years ago when Ram went to exile for 14 mm-hmm. years with Sita and his brother Lakshman, uh, he fought this demon called Ravana, right? And so mm. he came back home uh, on Diwali day. So that mm-hmm. is also a day of homecoming. You come mm-hmm. back, you went away for a long time, you came back. So the people in his kingdom in Ayodhya, they celebrated by lighting diyas. That's what the scriptures say, the Puranas, the Ramayana says that. These so are that the Hindu also, scriptures. Yes, these are the yes. Hindu scriptures. Okay, okay. Ramayana is a Hindu scripture. And according to Ramayana, Lord Ram went away to, with his wife, mm-hmm. Sita and brother Lakshman, uh, you know, into an exile for 14 years. And uh, during that time, at the end of that exile, he fought this demon king, Ravana, mm-hmm. who had, uh, you know, taken away his wife. So mm-hmm. he fought the evil, he killed him. And uh, they came back victorious to Ayodhya and he was betrothed as the king of Ayodhya. And I people see. lit up Diyas uh, lamps to I welcome see. and celebrate uh, you know, the return of their king. So I Diwali see. also represents homecoming. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when, when we were in college and uh, mm-hmm. people, our parents all would always want us to be home on Diwali mm-hmm. because that festival is about that. It's like Christmas. You are home, you know, you're mm-hmm. together, you're cooking mm-hmm. things, uh, you're going shopping, you're calling mm-hmm. friends over, you have relatives here, mm-hmm. you spend time together. So mm-hmm. it's it's that bond that matters so much. doesn't matter mm-hmm. you, 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 maybe you just cook one thing, but mm-hmm. uh, you're all home together. And, and it's also kind of blends very well with the uh, season you know like you're mm. moving from uh, hotter months to colder months it's mm. a transitional season and you feel like being at home more mm. and you light up all these it's it's something like the you know like <laughs> which they say um, in you know, Nor, like in the Nordic countries, which, mm, uh, mm. I, I don't pronounce it correctly, so I won't mm. pronounce it. Uh, but the, it, it's something like that. Like you, mm-hmm. you spend time with your dear ones, at loved mm-hmm. ones at home, mm-hmm. and uh, you exchange gifts, you cook things, and then you share with your neighbors. Mm-hmm. You distribute it, uh, and you welcome guests home. So in mm-hmm. India, like we would say, Atiti Devo Bhav. So Atiti means guest. And Devobhav means like God. So guest is like God. So you, wow. you will offer them, uh, you know, whatever you have prepared. And mm. uh, so it's it's a huge deal. Mm. So Diwali represents that too. And of mm. course, uh, traditionally, Diwali is a post-harvest festival mm-hmm. because the autumn harvest is over and then mm. Diwali comes on. So it's basically your granaries are full. You know, your mm-hmm. home is full. You have abundance of produce. So mm-hmm. you want to celebrate that. You want to cook stuff out of it. You want to mm-hmm. share with your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they have, they grew uh, some crop which you are not growing. So they will make things out of it and they'll pass on to you and you'll pass on to them. Mm-hmm. So it's 
Um, and then there's also, I also read somewhere, I don't know how true it is, that mm. uh, usually like back in the days when farmers um, had a lot of blight because of insects mm. uh, in the dark, because Amavasya is like a whole, uh, it's 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 new moon, right? So you can't see mm. anything in the fields. Right. Mm-hmm. So to protect their crops, they used to light uh, lamps. And that's how Diwali emerged wow. from there as, a, okay. you know, as an idea of warding off insects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's again warding off danger. So, so isn't it so interesting? And I find this um, to be true, I think, of so many festivals across religions, across cultures, across, mm-hmm. is that like these religious um, explanations and the agricultural explanations, like mm-hmm. agricultural season ex- seasonal explanations, like they just kind of merge together. Oh, yeah. They into- do. Yes, this is so interesting to me. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, one question about the um, mm-hmm. the fifteenth, the actual Diwali day, mm-hmm. um, the the story about the goddess who's born, who emerged out of the sea, and mm-hmm. the story about the um, man who defeated the demon in defense of his wife. Do those mm-hmm. stories interrelate at all, or are they just two separate yeah. stories, but both celebrated on the third day? They are two separate stories, mm-hmm. but they're celebrated on the same day. And that's why there are many stories like that. See, right? Mm-hmm. So on the 15th day, you see that uh, we say that during the, but the period is very different, right? So Ramayana mm-hmm. is in a different period of time. Krishna King, oh. uh, Narakasur was in a different period of time, but they coincidentally happened around the same time. Oh, okay. So and, they could be separated by centuries or millennia. Oh yeah, these things. Absolutely. Eyes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And mm. so the story about Lakshmi, Lakshmi emerging from the sea, that's mm. in a different Puran altogether, like different scripture talks about it. So they mm. all are different, but the timing somehow comes together. So, mm. so you have a lot of religious and spiritual uh, backstory behind mm. Diwali, which is about all these gods and goddesses mm-hmm. defeating, uh, or you know, something mm-hmm. and bringing forward the good. Mm-hmm. Then you have a backstory of uh, harvest and mm-hmm. agriculture, um, uh, which supports, like you know, that once your harvest is over, you're so happy, you want mm-hmm. to celebrate mm-hmm. and you want to light candles. Mm-hmm. And you've, yeah, you've tamed the earth, you've subdued yes. it, and brought forth something yes. good from it. Exactly. And it's also a time of remembering ancestors because, Mm. you know, it's believed that they, uh, so what happens is I told you we are having a 10 day festival now, Mm. right? So Navratri, it's it's called Durga Puja or Navratri. It's very famous if you Google. So on the first day of Navratri, that is, it is called Mahalaya. Mm. And it's the beginning of uh, Devi Paksha, it's the beginning of festivities, uh, Mm. you know, like, uh, and on that day, we pray that our ancestors uh, visit us on earth from their world let them descend and be with us and they come back and they watch us they bless us they look mm-hmm. after us for this time period for this 10-day period that they are with mm-hmm. us and after too until the day of Diwali so on the day oh, of Diwali God. they make their journey back to where they come from mm-hmm. and that's why we light up the ears we light up lamps because mm. it is a dark day, mm. we want to help their souls in their safe journey mm. back to their up, you know, back to their world. Mm. And uh, in my hometown, we basically we have a ritual. What we do is, uh, you know, like sugarcane uh, sticks. So mm-hmm. we will wrap uh, at the mouth of it, we will wrap tiny strips of cotton and then light uh, light it up mm. uh, using a diya and then we will show it towards the sky. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
Well, so if we are like say 10 people in the family, 10 of us are showing it. So um, it's it's like showing life to your ancestors mm-hmm. who are traveling. It's, it's very symbolic. And uh, not that I do it all the time now, mm-hmm. but we did it every time <laughs> at mm-hmm. home when we were kids. Mm-hmm. So um, now these weren't the balloons. You're saying these were sugar sticks. It was almost oh, like yeah. um, it's, glow it's like sugar cane. Oh, yeah. They're like mm-hmm. sugar cane, basically the sugar mm-hmm. cane plant. Yeah, because it's, oh, it's mm-hmm. yeah so we those sticks are broken it's a sugar uh-huh. cane plant itself and then we tie strips of cotton at the mouth of it okay and then we light it from the dia and wow. uh, we show it uh in the sky so that's that's uh-huh. a very very typical practice which is mm-hmm. you will find a lot of homes in odisha do it we also used to do it and i mean my parents still do it Mm. Um, and as a child, I remember that very well because mm. there is a four line words attached to it that you recite <laughs> when oh. you're showing that. Yeah. There's um, a what? What is it? Is it a prayer, it, a poem? It's or? like a prayer. Yeah. It's like a oh. prayer to, for our ancestors saying that, you know, we wish that they safely uh, go back. Mm. And we also kind of uh, tell them that, uh, but do come next year, something like that. Mm. Yeah. So Diwali is also a time for that. Mm. And um, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very uh, warming, you know, festival. Mm-hmm. Like there are different meanings attached to it, and somehow all this religious, spiritual, um, harvest, and ancestral uh, things, mm-hmm. and everything comes together. And there are different. So you can take whatever meaning you want out of it, mm-hmm. and every community has their own mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. thing attached to it. So, like for example, on day four. Mm-hmm. You know, that is after the major day of Diwali. So technically, day four is not Diwali, but some places uh, it's mm-hmm. it's still considered like a follow up day on Diwali. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you've hit like the peak, but yes. now you're kind of like exactly like yeah, it's, it's, riding it's, out the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's it's like for Gujaratis, it is New Year, so they will uh, make a lot of uh, food, New Year food. Mm. You know, they will uh, go to each other houses and mm. all that. Usually, a typical New New Year thing, and mm. uh, but in in uh, like in Braj, that is, uh, I mean, in Vrindavan, in UP, there are certain places mm. who uh, worship Krishna. So Krishna uh, had um, basically. So there is a folk again. There is a folklore attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's like a. Mm, that uh, another scripture or Quran mentions that Krishna, uh, he was from a uh, this cowherd uh, sort of um, that society, like mm. uh, a- agricultural farmers and mm-hmm. people. Poor. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they used to like milk uh, people who get uh, have cow sheds and mm. uh, fellow sheds. So those people. So what had happened that. Um, apparently there was a huge flood and there was an incessant rainfall uh, mm. in uh, Gokul where he lived. And mm. what he did was he lifted the entire Govardhan Parvat. So that is the mountain, the mountain mm. named Govardhan. He lifted it up and brought all the villages under it. So the mountain was like an umbrella. And mm. uh, for the entire uh, duration of the rainfall, which lasted over a few days, mm. uh, the villagers were protected and saved by him. So this mm. happened the day after Diwali. And that's the day when a lot of places in North celebrated as Govardhan Puja or, you know, like mm. it's also called Annakut. Annakut mm. basically means, An means um, grain and mm. Kut means a heap. So mm. because uh, the villagers were saved under a mountain, uh, mm. they create heaps 
mountains of food. (laughs) (laughs) And let me just, let me just take a wild guess that the monsoons are worse in, in the Northern India areas. And this is why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So you can Mm. see, you have timed it very well. So you can see Diwali is uh, preceded by monsoon, right? So it's very Mm. practical that something of this kind will happen. So natural disaster happened and then God came to your rescue. Mm-hmm. So it's a time to celebrate. So something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's also it's also the first day of the bright fortnight, right? So it's the mm-hmm. day after the new moon. So it's a day of celebration mm-hmm. and uh, it's a Gujarati new year. And after that, on day five, it's uh, Bhai Duj. It's, it's mm-hmm. uh, called Bhai Duj. Some people call it as Bhai Porta in um, Bengal. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's a uh, brother, sister, you know, like Raksha Bandhan, how uh, sisters tie uh, something on uh, like a band on brothers uh, mm. wrists to protect like a promise to protect each other. So something mm. like that. So Bhai Duj is also something like that, except that in that we don't tie anything on the wrist. Mm. It's like uh, we just do uh, a tilak on the forehead. Uh, mm. Many communities follow this, like in my, mm. and then uh, also. I've never is- heard of a culture that celebrates a brother sister relationship ever. You really, yeah. I've never heard of one celebrating brother to sister. And that's as a, as a girl who only has brothers, <laughs> I have to say that's actually quite lovely. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, they'll protect each other. Yeah, it's it's a promise to protect each other. Mm, like, you know, is that they, based on a story as well? Yeah, that's also based on a story. There are many stories about it, um, but, uh, you know, like, it's also uh, the story, like, how Krishna had protected Draupadi, and because Draupadi had tied, uh, they were friends, basically. Mm. Krishna and Draupadi were not brothers and sisters, but they were friends. And uh, so it can also be symbolical about friendship. It doesn't mm. always have to be about brothers. It's about nowadays, like, you know, in the modern times, uh, like in my family, like I have two sisters. I don't mm. have any brothers, mm. but we used to tie Rakhi to each other <laughs> because it's like a sibling. It's about sibling celebration rather than mm. saying brothers. I know it is traditionally it is about brothers and sisters, but in the modern times, we even tie it to our parents. You know, like mm. it's 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 a promise that I'll protect you, that I'll mm. care about you, something like that. So Bhai wow. Duj is, uh, is also similar to Raksha Mandan, and uh, that's on the last day of Diwali, and that concludes mm. Diwali. So you wow. can see it's such a big... <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You've covered a lot of ground. You've, you know, celebrated the harvest, protected ancestors, um, yeah. you know, sent them on their way, yeah. recognized, um, you know, salvation for for, um, you know, towns in the past, um, celebrated the new year. (laughs) We've done a lot. We have done a lot. We have done a lot. And oh, meanwhile, we have also done this, like, you know, like Diwali. Uh, I I don't know if you know that, uh, like in Christmas, we have like, we get five days holidays and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Right. Mm -hmm. So in India too, we get holidays and usually you would get bonus payments around the time of Diwali Mm. because, uh, you know, it's, it's a time people meet and greet people. Diwali is a huge uh, factor, uh, plays a huge role in the economy of the country because Mm. there is so much shopping. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. It's yeah. It's like um, Black Friday through Christmas. Oh, absolutely. And there is a lot mm. of the Bali uh, sale and everything happening and new clothes are must. Like uh, growing up, we always had new clothes. Oh, I still buy new clothes. Like it, it cannot be the Bali if I'm not wearing something new. But over the time, we have also become more conscious mm. because uh, of how much we buy and how what we are doing to the environment. So uh, mm. over the years, me, my sisters and my mom, we are more uh, we and many people uh, I know too like because we have so much uh, so many heirloom clothes you know mm-hmm. the candy crafts mm-hmm. so which can which are timeless so you can mm-hmm. always uh, you know uh, do something new with it spin it around wear it in a different mm-hmm. way or pair it with something else and it becomes as new um, mm-hmm. and then we have a lot of heirloom utensils you know like brass and copper and uh, silver all that so that usually comes out from all our you know precious mm. cupboards uh, except like uh, like my mother she has special crockery for different times you know mm. oh no no if I'm like okay so if queen some queen Victoria comes you will take out this crockery she's like yes and if <laughs> someone if, if if say I'm like okay and if, what about if the president of uh, say our country visit she's like yeah then I'll take out this so she has very specific <laughs> utensils for specific occasions so it's for Diwali she will take out all that and mm. um, especially the brass and copper utensils they have to be cleaned really well so mm. and shown very well so because we don't uh, actually you should eat in them regularly honestly because that's mm-hmm. the health benefit out of it right but you know how mm, parents can be so yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we usually eat on steel plates and so those uh, utensils will come out so the days leading up to the Diwali have a lot of work there's a lot mm. going on you know like all this cleaning is happening mm-hmm. even if you have your homes you will get them whitewashed it's a good time to get your house painted and then we mm-hmm. also decorate our homes on Diwali wow. right wow. We, we decorate it with flowers and lights mm-hmm. and there are some special kind of drawings that we do mm-hmm. um uh so in my family uh, like in my community in Odisha we have something called as choti uh, it mm-hmm. means uh, you know you take rice and you mm-hmm. make a paste out of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you uh, use cotton buds, dip them and use that to draw. So we oh. draw uh, the, um, what do you say? Uh, feet of Lakshmi entering your home. So I okay. think I can Google you a picture and show it to you later and you'll understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Send it to me and so, I'll put it in the show notes for yeah. everybody to see. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. you have different patterns. Then we have alpanas, like you draw rangolis, you fill it with colors, and then you place diyas on it. So you have huge Diwali decorations. It's about mm-hmm. you're decorating your home. And it doesn't have to be like, nowadays people spend a lot of money too on doing this and that. But uh, back in those days, we used to just light the uh, earthen lamps. That's right. it. And, and yeah, we, we found those... a way to commercialize everything. This is what's yeah. happened to Christmas yeah. around here. And it yeah, bugs me exactly. to no end. But... I know. And we used to get those fairy lights and mm. uh, they will be hung on our rooftop and our houses and everywhere. And it's a thing like, you know, what did your neighbor do? You want to see? It's just like Halloween. Like mm. you did some decoration, I did some decoration. <laughs> you you gotta... want to see, yeah. And our kids are like competing and want to see. Oh, whose decoration is better? So right, uh, yeah. It's it's, so, it's um... a huge thing. Yeah. Let me, I just want to back up and ask, uh, was just as you were speaking about the lights, it reminded me. So on day mm-hmm. one, you mm-hmm. light one, one dia, a dia is a candle, I take it? Um, it's technically not a candle because oh. there's no wax. Oh, 
there's no what is what is that so it's it's like um you can say it's like a container but it is oh. shaped in a way so that it has a wick in it uh, i have sent you a picture of my uh, recipe mm. so in that you will find the two dias four oh, dias around lamps so the, yes. uh, the it's it's a lamp it's, mm-hmm. it's not a candle actually so candle nowadays people put up because uh, it will last longer a wax right and just safer mm. <laughs> and then because with a lamp or the lamp or any other lamp what happens is you pour oil in it then you put the wick in it and you light it so it will be I on see. for a few hours but once the wick starts you know burning out mm-hmm. you again put you fill it with oil i so see it's, i it's see effort. yeah i'm looking at some i'm looking <laughs> so at some yeah i remember when we were growing up um, my dad Mm. would be on that duty that none of it should go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's high stress. So you light one on the first day, 14 on the second day, 21 on the third. How about on the fourth yeah. and fifth? You can light as many as you want. And even on the third day, 21 is a minimum, right? So right. <laughs> in my house, we used to do like, I remember we had 50, at least 100 years, depending on the size of the house. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. And then what happens is the earthen lamps, if you want to light them, mm. you have to get them way in advance, like maybe mm. 15 days in advance. And then you have to soak them in water so that um, when you pour oil into it, nothing soaks through because you want oh. to, the oil to remain. Right. You don't want the clay to absorb everything. Oh. So that's why we soak them in water and dry them and keep them ready. So it's a lot oh, of wow. work, Becky. It is it's, a it's, lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. So do you get how, how many days do you get off of? work and school and all of that it's it's uh, in schools usually it's uh, five to seven days uh, mm. Diwali vacations and that's a huge thing and uh, in college too uh, we used to get like three days minimum mm. uh, three to five days and uh, so what I used to do is I will come home for Vijay Dashmi that the mm. Sarah which is today you know like mm-hmm. I'm so glad I'm t- talking to you today about it mm. <laughs> and uh, yes or maybe but you would come days. home the last day of the 10 day um uh, Usually on the sixth or the seventh day onwards, oh. I'll come because we have the pujas on the last three mm. days, so six uh, Saptami, Ashtami, Navami, and then the Sarah, and mm. then um, I'll go back because I cannot have because Diwali comes only after twenty five days, so yeah. I cannot have like so I used to go back and then I used to come for Diwali vacations. I used to come back home, wow. but once I started working, it was way trickier you know like mm. I would really love to have that uh, like maybe go back for a month or something mm-hmm. home <laughs> once yeah. I started working it was very difficult yeah but yeah it's mm. a lot of work so you have to do that uh, ready the diaz and it, as I told you if you have brassware and that kind of utensils at home it is or if you want to buy any crockery so you have to clean that up and every mm. corner of the house has to be spick and span mm. because only if you have maintained and cleaned everything up it is believed that you know Lakshmi will enter your house because she's part of cleanliness. She, she's, oh. like the, she's like the goddess of organization. I was okay? going to say this brings cleanliness is next to godliness to a whole. Oh, oh totally. Oh, oh, totally. No messy laundry anywhere. <laughs> and if we even leave a pair of slippers outside our house, oh, the, she's a very Hail demanding Mary. goddess. Hail Mary, my mom is going to be like, how dare you? And you cannot That's step foot crazy. on those, uh, you know, okay. rangoli decorations that we do wow. on the floor. Oh my okay. God. Like it's, it's like crime committed. So yes, <laughs> it's, it's sacrilegious. Truly. And uh, we used yeah. to have like a huge garlands made out of fresh flowers, like pangold mm. and then tuberose and mm. all the seasonal flowers. And uh, of course there will be 
all the five days we will also have some some sort of puja at home like i told you right like uh, i don't know what a puja is is that a it's it's like piece? um it's like no like it's like a service in church so instead of oh. just going to the church we are doing it at home we have an oh. altar where we have the goddess and gods uh, we believe in idol worship right so we keep right. idols so we pray there so right. there will be some form of worship happening so we will I do see. some offering so every day there will be some goodie to eat. I see. I see. I <laughs> it's see. A huge deal. Five days of and would you food, offer food, that? Food, um, yeah. Would you offer yeah. that to the to the idol first? Oh yes. Of yes. I see. It's like okay. prasad, and then we will have it, and we will also. And there is another aspect of Diwali, which is big, big, big. Especially, mm. uh, you will find it in Maharashtra. Mm. So what they do is uh, maybe like almost twenty days, fifteen days before Diwali, mm. lots of snacks are prepared. Which is mm. called um, faral in Marathi. Uh, faral, farali snacks. You will find lots of packets which are mm-hmm. written like that. So what they do is they make a lot of sweet and savory snacks, which have good shelf life. Okay, it will mm. last for like 15-20 days. So they mm-hmm. make them and then keep them in bottles mm-hmm. and bags, bags, everything, and mm-hmm. then they will distribute it with neighbors and exchange it. Like mm-hmm. I made some snacks and I give it to you. You make something, you give mm-hmm. it to me. Mm-hmm. And then we have guests coming home. So we will offer them water. Mm. We will offer them some sweet and something savory. So all these mm. three have to be there. It cannot be just one thing. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can see how much work is involved. So Diwali mm-hmm. is a lot of, so there is a lot of leading up to season to it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. the Sarah is over, then you start People have already started work back home and my friends' places. And, and we just moved, as I told you, from Whitehorse, drawn, uh, from Whitehorse to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my house is like boxes now and I have a six-month-old. So, yes. So the not the much goddess is will have to be forgiving this year. The yes, so that's why I'm, I'm, yes, I have already given my husband ultimatum that uh, the living room has to be like, go, go, go. 10 like five days yes it has to be like I cannot tolerate this and I've already begun setting up my kitchen so I know it will mm. not be uh, how I usually want to be but I would definitely want it to be in a in, mm-hmm. in a in a specific way right right better so, than it better than it could be so that yeah. that is one of my questions now that you live so you don't live in America anymore you live in Canada now oh I never lived in America I, I thought you lived West. in California oh no 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 I lived in Whitehorse which is in a Canadian uh north so you you, oh yeah so I always so what happened is I got married in December 2018 and then Mm. I moved to Canada and we we, I used to live in Toronto with my husband and Mm. then in uh, November 2019 we moved from Toronto to Whitehorse it's like Mm. a cross-country move Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was around the time of Diwali I remember there were boxes first Diwali after my wedding and it was like boxes in the house but we still Mm. did so much we went to a friend's place we have a lot of Indian communities uh, and we have a lot of relatives and friends Uh, and thankfully we also have friends outside uh, the Indian uh, diaspora Mm. who who love this festival and who love Indian food so we did have uh, a good Diwali that year and then we moved so 2020 oh. um, till 20 till now we were in Whitehorse. So okay. the second Diwali, I remember we were in Whitehorse, and Whitehorse is very small. Like it's it's a population of 25,000. That's it. Oh, so wow. for the entire 
state. Mm, <laughs> uh, wow. For the entire state, the population is 40,000. And out of that, only 25,000 li- lives in Whitehorse. And uh, we moved for our jobs, of course. And mm. pandemic happened that year. So we were not in a good spot. We were at a new mm-hmm. place. Pandemic happened. And we are in a place which is s- such a small community. But I would say I had one of the most beautiful Diwalis that year. It was so oh. we, we lit up our house. Um, me and my husband, we... we worked as a team and we had a beautiful Diwali and we invited our friends over. Uh, none of them are uh, from India and what a beautiful evening it was. We spent so much time chatting, you know, about our families back home mm-hmm. and what this day is about. And then we had, we have some really good friends back there. And we, of course, have a, a home base in Toronto, in, in Ontario. So we came back. But mm-hmm. yes, it was one of the most beautiful Diwalis. And 2021 was the epic Diwali. Like I was pregnant that year. Mm-hmm. And um, there was, of course, no holiday. We don't get a holiday here no. in Canada for Diwali. Mm-mm. But we do get it in Singapore and Malaysia and mm-hmm. countries like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, and I remember I was really, uh, so the photograph that I sent you is from that day. Like I was really sad that mm. uh, <laughs> that it's Diwali and because I had to take my maternity leave I didn't I didn't have enough to so there was something because of which I couldn't take leave mm. and uh, I was really sad that I have not made anything and I was, mm. I'm pregnant I really want to eat good food <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then um, but still, you know, um, and th- that's that, that's what happened a lot of times on Diwali because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes there will be some part of the house or some decoration just not been done. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it happened the same thing with us too. Like the lights were not up till 5 p.m. And I was yelling at my husband that I can't <laughs> climb a stool now. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, he <laughs> brought his friend along and was so sweet. Uh, he's not from India. He's, he's from uh, South Africa and he mm. settled down in Canada and he came and he he helped my husband to put up lights everywhere Aww. in the house and Aww. we spent the whole evening with him and um, we had food so I quickly prepared that um, thing that you know the, the chivda that we, yes. yes and the chivda and uh, we got sweets from outside because mm. uh, hello we are Indians we go everywhere and we take <laughs> our food with us <laughs> so every store no matter how far in the Arctic North it is in Canada you will find something Indian so mm. we found a lot of we bought sweets and sweet meats to be honest uh, they're not mm. exactly desserts but so we got mm-hmm, them and mm-hmm. and um, yeah it was a beautiful Diwali and you know what uh, the day after we saw northern lights right in the center of the city so it was like fireworks in the sky because Diwali is also about fireworks right like we we do a lot of fireworks in uh, Mm. I'm not very uh, supportive of the ones which cause a lot of noise pollution but the Mm. ones which are beautiful and they have a lot of light Mm. they really look grand and um, Mm. every house uh, burns firecrackers that's also considered auspicious so Mm. um we were uh, not doing it in my cars, but nature had her own plans. And it was like the <laughs> aurora dancing in the sky. I could not believe Oh, how beautiful. You don't have to actually travel anywhere in my tours. If you lived in, uh, if you live in, you Yukon, get to see the aura. Oh yeah, you see <gasps> it from your balcony. <laughs> oh, see, I've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen it. And oh, you it's saw so the gorgeous. Yes, on the Bali, and it was. I was very happy. Like oh, and then that's so. That's after so that, neat. in spring, my son was born, and then uh, we moved here in summer. So mm. this year, it's going to be his uh, first Bali, and we'll see what we can do. But mm. I'm definitely going to make the chura. Yes. Okay. How do you okay. pronounce this? 
this? What is it? Is it savory? Is it sweet? How do you make it? I'm looking at pictures of it. Yeah. But for people listening, I can't do that. Yeah. Tell us about it. (laughs) It's called um, Chura Mixture. Okay. Mm. It's it's one name for it. You will find it by different names in different places. Mm. Um, And uh, especially in, so it can be made with a lot of things. So mixture, legitimate, like literally means mixture. It can mm. be made of different things, okay? Mm. Mm. <laughs> but okay. this one is made with flattened or beaten rice. So mm. it's um, it's very common. You will find it in many Indian shops uh, mm-hmm. if you want the ingredient for it. So it's called chuda. Mm-hmm. Uh, chuda in, we call it in Odia, we call it as chuda. And mm-hmm. if you uh, speak in Mar- Marathi, it's called poha. And mm. it's very uh, common ingredient for a lot of breakfast and snack items in India. So mm. it's... Uh, and so I, I told you about the faral thing, right? The uh, uh, remind me the 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 whole snacks and everything. Oh yes, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. we can distribute. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically uh, this recipe. Honestly, if you want to find a chuda recipe, you will find tons of it. On, yes, uh, Google. Okay, and everyone different, <laughs> and everyone different, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. So you know, growing up. Diwali and uh, Durga Puja, of course, but they were they were the most fun festivals. And my mm-hmm. mom would always make you know so so many goodies to eat, like mm-hmm. so many. So for Diwali, if I can remember, the typical things, the typical ones would always be there, like khee, like it's a rice pudding, okay. And mm-hmm. then you will always have some kind of pita, which is like a cake. And these are all very traditional Uriya stuff that I'm talking about, very particular mm-hmm. to my state. Mm-hmm. And then of course we'll have puri, which is common everywhere in India. Yeah, it's like a fried uh, pastry dough mm. and then uh, you have um, lots of different uh, you know fresh produce coming in so you'll have some mm. of course vegetarian preparation for it and then you have sweet meats like gulab jamun or gajar kahalwa nimki bundi so so much of sweet right mm. but then there always has to be something savory mm. to go along with that sweet <laughs> because how are you going to stuff your mouth with so much sweet <laughs> so we uh, always used to have this chuda mixture at home that mm. my mom used to prepare uh, it's basically a snack uh, and mm. it's made with chuda which is flattened rice and it mm-hmm. has nuts in it it has raisins it has lentils mm. and it has some very light spices it's very mm. easy to put together and uh, it's uh, mixed mixed mm. all together so th- normally you will actually find it outside too but the yes. outside version will always mm. be a deep fry because you want to maintain really? uh, you want the long yeah because you want the longevity right like you want mm. the uh, stuff to last longer so if you deep fry it of course it will last longer but then there's so much now, oil and then you'd have no control right. over the salt right. so that's the reason my you know and um, now it's looking like something that home. you have in a bowl and you eat with a spoon Yes, it's a yes. snack. So it's, okay. it's like a, it's a snack because uh, you have a little mm. bit of something sweet on the side and then you take a spoon and you eat a little bit of this, mm. nibble on the sweet, come back to your tea, something okay. like that, you know. Like, and what, or, I, yeah, I've never ahead. heard of a flattened rice before. What is this? Um, a flattened rice is something like it's, um, so you have the rice. So mm. after rice is harvested, you can, uh, it's, it's like, Parboiled rice, like it's mm. almost cooked rice, but then it is beaten and it, mm. it, it's, it's flattened out. So technically, it is cooked rice, just mm. dried. So yeah, it looks like coconut so flakes. You do have coconut flakes in it as well. Yeah. So it has coconut flakes in mm. it. 
so the primary ingredient is the poha or the chura, which is the fattened rice. Mm. And then you have additional stuff going into it uh, to make it, you know, wholesome. Because a snack mm. is, um, it's it's like a power pack snack. It yeah. has uh, nuts, it has raisins, it has, so it is uh, on the It's almost like granola. Too. It's like oh, a yeah. more savory, less sweet, um, Indian seasoned. Yeah. Yes. Um, Honestly, I'm, it's, yes. Honestly, it's like that. It's, it's, okay. it's something if you want to draw like a comparison, mm. uh, it, it, it is like that. Mm. And um, so it, it's this snack is typically it's not part of, you know, uh, uh, Odisha. It's not like a delicacy for Diwali that uh, you will find typically people mm. always making in Odisha. But um, it's definitely one of the most readily available snack items mm. you'll find in the market, you know, like because you serve it with sweetmeats to guests. Uh, or right. come to your homes right. and everything. Well, yeah, and I would go you straight to the need... savory. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to this. <laughs> yeah. So my, you know, like my mom, she she always has this very cosmopolitan outlook, and she mm. she always has adopted recipes and cultures and practices from other communities. So, uh, so this is somewhat a fruit of that because mm-hmm. we learned it from someone else that okay, mm-hmm. they they make this. And mm-hmm. uh, they sent us, uh, they would send us boxes of, uh, you know, the snacks prepared at their home. Mm-hmm. And this would be there in that. So my mm-hmm. mom started tweaking it and she's like, okay, why should we buy it from outside? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I can make it at home. Uh, and uh, when I grew up and when I went to Bombay and I found this, uh, I found that this snack is so common in the mm-hmm. Diwali Faral, you know, the snacks which people make and they distribute them as neighbors. So it is very com- common in Marathis. So, and they mm. call it as poha chuda. And so I got to eat this um, a lot at okay. my friends' places there I back see. in Mumbai. And um, I asked their moms, and very good with my friends' moms. So, mm. <laughs> so you're in with all, them. Oh, they, they all get along so well. And they told me that, okay, it's very easy to prepare. You take mm. a little bit of this, you mix that. You know how moms tell how you make mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So you take this, you take that, and you put it together and stuff. Mm. I'm like, okay. So I went back to my mom and I told her that, mom, you make it, but you don't add cashews to it, but these people do. Mm. Then she's like, maybe we can add almonds too. Uh, we can mm. do little raisins. And uh, and back then we didn't have Google, okay? We didn't know that you can mm. find so much <laughs> Google. So my mom was like, okay, we can we can add all these things and mm-hmm. it will be similar to the ones we get outside, you know? And mm. so, she, so um, honestly, it's one of the easiest and the simplest snacks you can make at home. Like if you don't because there are any other savory snacks yes. which we make like nimki you know like uh, they are like strips of fried pastry which have some yes. Indian spicing it's for like it is a lot of work yeah like you have to roll the dough then you have to fry it and then you have to store it uh, of course my mom made that too and then you have mm. karanji you know gujias and gugras which which are again fried pastries but then you have some filling inside it some, some mm-hmm. sweet filling like desiccated coconut poppy seeds uh some jaggery uh nuts all that is filled and then it's fried. So, um, of course, that is all there. And it, it's hard. So, imagine someone like me. Mm. I have a nine-to-five job. And honestly, I'm not very good at <laughs> making all the fried stuff. But mm. I think now I have to because uh, now since I have my son. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to live up to Yes, now I have to live up to all that. Mm. But until now, I used to enjoy it, uh, whatever my mom used to make. Mm. And, then, and that's why I'm so attached to it to this snack and 
there is another very important reason why I'm attached to it so much because once the, the Diwali festivities will be over, you know, mm. um, uh, you're going back, you know, you came home and you had such a grand time and now you're going back. So it's it's kind of sad, <laughs> the holidays mm. over. So my mom and my dad, they will pack a lot of snacks uh, for mm. all of us. Um, and that will usually be all these snack items which are prepared from Diwali. And mm. uh, so that when you go back and you're having a little tea mm-hmm. or chai, mm-hmm. uh, you can have this. Mm-hmm. So when I go back to home, used to go back to hostel and then my friends would also get similar kind of stuff from their homes. So we will exchange it. And every time I'll open this box, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'll see that my mother always has put some chuda uh, mixture in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time it will be a different version and mm-hmm. you just eat some bites of it. And I know it's, the similar kind of stuff is there in somebody else's dabba as well, but it's it's it just speaks to you of your mom, mm-hmm. of, of your home. Right. It, it smells like that. Mm-hmm. It it mm-hmm. has those memories of you know mm-hmm. of the day leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Of, you can remember your dad standing on a stool and actually putting up the mm-hmm. lights. You remember mm-hmm. that, you know, at the corner of the house in the courtyard where we have the Tulsi plant, mm-hmm. the holy basil. There is a dia still lit up and it gets lit up every evening uh, where mm-hmm. my mother prays for the welfare mm-hmm. of the family. And you remember those things. You remember those, you know, the sheer of the sari, uh, the fall of the clothes, the new mm-hmm. new clothes which are being opened from the packets and me and my sisters, mm-hmm. you know, like fighting over something that, no, you got the better color <laughs> and I didn't get this one. <laughs> and then we all huddling again by the time the firecrackers came. And mm. uh, my, the, my elder sister and me, we were not very big on firecrackers. The mm-hmm. one, uh, the middle sister, she she was really brave and bold. Mm. She's like, I'm going to light this thing up. And uh, she would always purposefully light the kind of stuff which will irritate me because I was the one who was scared <laughs> of loud noises. So she's like, oh, so that this was kind of banter, you know, and mm-hmm. everything, uh, when it's happening, it's just mm-hmm. happening. But then after a few days have passed and you're sitting there far away from home and you're sitting Mm -hmm. with a cup of tea and you're eating this, um, you just, the thing plays in your mind like a reel, Mm -hmm. you know, like a film role. And I hope that when my son grows up, Mm -hmm. he he gets this kind of memories, you know, like, Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, honestly, even when you're outside India, Diwali is not hard to celebrate. You don't Mm -hmm. need much to celebrate Mm -hmm. Diwali. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you just need a lot of love and mm. uh, you need family and you need a home and you that's what you need. You mm-hmm. just uh, uh, and that's why it's it's one of my most favorite festivals. And also it comes during autumn, which is my one of my most favorite <laughs> times of the year. Yes. And it has very subtle, warm feelings associated mm-hmm. with it. And uh, even though there are tens of snacks and sweets uh, out there. I somehow love this humble chuda mixture and how simply it comes together. Mm. And you can always play with its proportions, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't want peanuts, you can leave the peanuts out. You can put almonds, you can put sesame seeds mm-hmm. and you can make, make it very seasonal. You can completely because, personalize it. Yeah, and uh, you can put raisins. Like mom's version will always have raisins. Mm. I, I'm like, eh, I don't want raisins. It kind of gives you a sweet bite. But she is I'm like, with you. Oh, no, but that, that that's good right like little sweet little savory and it comes together so um it's 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 completely customizable so i love mm. the idea around it and for me um 
once that starts getting made and i usually make that and when i uh, send um, sweets or when i when i have guests over and they are going back we usually give them some diwali gift you know like mm-hmm. they are going back so i pack little munchies of this chura along mm-hmm. with some sweets and we usually get something uh, very traditional or something very meaningful uh, to go with as a diwali mm-hmm. gift and that's why it's it's very special mm. to me it's very humble it's very common but mm. that's what away in the kitchen is about it's about mm-hmm. very common everyday food mundane things which mm-hmm. we actually think are not so big to be celebrated mm. <laughs> mm. well i'm thankful you gave me such an easy and customized <laughs> customizable recipe and i think that I, I don't I don't know that I've ever had anyone um, <laughs> describe, you know, what the recipe meant to them or the memories that it calls to mind. So beautifully, as you just described that, I think I'll probably think about those moments. I'll have them in my mind's eye, the moments that Aww. you experienced when I make this. Dish. So <laughs> thank you so, so much, Lopa. Oh, no, it's it's uh, entirely my pleasure. And talking about Diwali is always special because um, I don't know, like I, I, I honestly, there may be... I, told you we celebrate so many festivals in india mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. uh, usually most festivals are also associated with some kind of fasting um mm-hmm. but diwali is one which has no fasting yeah. <laughs> it's totally no fasting. it's only feasting so, <laughs> oh, that's great and, yeah and um, even in my um now that i'm married to my uh, husband and his mm-hmm. family has different kind of you know they have some special things that happen in their household for diwali like mm-hmm. they make in uttarakhand they are from uttarakhand and kumaon mm-hmm. uh, is is a place uh, is a region in uttarakhand and there they make uh, something called as singhal which mm-hmm. will look very ordinary on surface mm-hmm. but it requires a lot of procession to pull up pull it off you know mm-hmm. and it has semolina it has some uh, fennel and it has a ghee bananas and everything it's like mashed together oh, on wow. surface it will look like a halwa uh, mm. it's it's not it doesn't fill your mouth with too much sweetness but mm. it is subtly sweet and mm. uh, it's very important for them so they do make it and it's very special and specific for diwali because my mom in law will always say that oh you get everything from outside but this mm. you don't <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they would make that and um, we also make a lot of uh, what do you call like pakoras like fritters mm. so um yeah, they those are called pua in my husband's household so they will make that too like fried um uh, same kind of batter and then it is fried and uh, they also have some similar customs like us like they will also draw alpanas like the uh, feet of lakshmi entering the house on the red background and of course the same similar kind of happiness and banter and everything and uh, Diwali is special everywhere so mm. you know it's it's a big thing in north india as well like very mm-hmm. far up in the north lot mm-hmm. of yes you've corrected it. me on yeah. that <laughs> yeah so uh, oh if you tell my husband that it's not celebration he's saying what <laughs> how how that happened <laughs> we'll strike that from the record <laughs> oh yeah totally and it's 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 so uh, it's it's mm. it's a lot of uh, special things that they make and there are very lot of traditional sweets and everything in the south too they make a lot of items like you know they have chocolates and mm. they have some vadas and everything and it's very uh, and all of that is very time consuming so all the diwali food that you get to it there is a lot of hard work mm. Mm. yes <laughs> into it Yes. So um and 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 no wonder there is no fasting because you have slogged so much to 
prepare mm-hmm. so much so you're going to eat it and you're going to have fun <laughs> and you're just going to enjoy all that so yeah mm-hmm. so it's wonderful. it's been a pleasure yeah wonderful yeah. Yeah. wonderful well mm-hmm. i hope you have a great Bali season. I hope you get to unpack all your boxes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Uh, it's it's like we're almost there. We're like almost there, but we're getting there. And I hope we can just um, you know, somehow, even if we can light up tea candles, that's fine mm. with me. <laughs> mm. Yeah. What exactly? I, yeah. And that's what I said. Like you don't need a lot. You just need fresh flowers, you need a few beers, and you need something sweet and something savory, mm-hmm. and that's it. And uh, like personally, like me and my husband and the generation like us, we may not may not be very big in terms of how traditionally we do the pujas, you know, the altars and everything. But it's the spirit that is most important. Like, you know, on the Diwali day, we make it a point that we do have time off, like mm-hmm. on our calendar, even if you're not going home, you're mm-hmm. still here. And that is what I would want my son to see, yes. to learn. I don't want to be working in the office and he's right. in some daycare on the Diwali day. That's not how it should be. Of course, mm. he's a Canadian. He's born here. And being Canadian is a big, big part of his identity. But um, this is also his identity mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I will make like sure to, of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. and we, we like festivals are, a, I think it's the best way to introduce children to what your culture is and give them a slice of, you know, your childhood and your growing up and your, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the things that you have grown up with. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would want, Abir. My son's name is Abir. And um, I hope... Uh, I'm able to do that for him. And he yes. has similar memories when he grows up and uh, he can come home for Diwali. <laughs> I, I hope so too. I hope so too, Lopa. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Lopa for this interview. You can find her blog, this recipe that she shared, her contact information right there in the show notes. I would also love it if you would forward the recipe and also forward the episode to any friends or family members who would enjoy it as much as you had. I will also love it if you would leave a five-star rating. That really helps the show get found. And finally, you can support The Storied Recipe in a really practical way right now by shopping at the Storied Recipe print shop. And right now I just released a line of Thanksgiving prints that have some inspiring or beautiful or maybe slightly saccharine (laughs) quotes printed on top of some favorite fall, autumn, Thanksgiving flavored imagery. So if that's something that you think you could use to brighten your home, to gift to someone else this Christmas season, then that would be a great way to support the podcast. And I'd appreciate it very much. I hope you have a great week, my friends.